Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to another episode of Speech with Rach. My name is Rachel Musial, M-A-C-C-C-S-L-P, and in today's episode, we are going to be talking all about self-care. I'm going to share with you guys a few of the things that I have implemented into my life for self-care on a daily basis and when I might need a little extra burst of energy. So this episode will be short and sweet, but will contain some of my favorites. And as well in the show notes, I will be linking some of the products or some of the things that I use for my personal self-care as well. So let's get right into it. Something that I have noticed for a lot of people is that sitting with nothingness is very difficult, Um, especially in our field as both women and women in academia, we have so much pressure on us constantly to achieve, to be doing something. And we feel like we need to fill our day with things that are productive, productive for others, for society, for our clients, you name it. And then in those moments when we have nothing to do, we either feel guilty because we should be using that time to do something, or we feel uncomfortable because in that silence, we are really faced with our true thoughts, beliefs, desires, past trauma in that moment because there's nothing else going on. And so many times I get messages and questions from people saying, how do you just relax? How do you do things that fuel you up without feeling guilty for it or without multitasking and also doing something productive while you're doing that? For such a long time in my life, I used to think that it would be selfish for me to just sit and watch TV. Um, And then I realized that everything that we do in life has a different purpose, right? Some things are supposed to be productive. Some things are truly just supposed to be a serotonin booster, things that make us feel good without maybe requiring too much work. And sometimes that's sitting and watching TV or reading a book. And that's what in that moment I or you or someone might need to fill their cup. I remember I was on a date. (laughs) When I lived in Los Angeles, I went on a date with a guy who was a few years older than me. He was Australian, whatever. And we met up on Hinge or Bumble or one of those. And I remember at the beginning of the date, he told me that he doesn't watch TV because it doesn't add any value to his life. He only does things that add value to his life. And I kind of made a joke about something and he did not take it the right way. Long story short, the date ended. And what I found so interesting was that this guy was so focused about life with a sense of doing, 
achieving, pursuing. And my fear with someone like that as a partner or as a friend or as a person is you're always looking to what's next. You're always focused on the next thing, tomorrow, next week, next year, that you miss out on the present moment. And I actually think it's the strong people that are the ones that can sit and truly relax or do something that fills their cup. Now, relaxing might look different to a lot of people. There's a few different processes and practices that I do on a daily basis to help me maintain my self-care. And there's also things I do when I really need an extra burst of energy. Something that I've been doing every morning as a big part of my self-care routine is meditation. Meditation is so powerful. Meditation, just like anything else, is a practice. It's not easy. It's never going to be easy. But with time, it gets easier and more comfortable. For me, what I do in the morning is I wake up. I pour my coffee. I let it boil. And as it's kind of sitting and boiling, I set five to ten minutes and I sit down on a yoga mat. I light an incense. I lay out my crystals and I meditate. And in that meditation, I set my intention for the day. I focus on my meditation and afterwards, I say or I look at or I read or I write my affirmations, my intention, my purpose for the day. That has been a morning practice that takes 5, 10, 15 minutes and later in the day really makes a big difference in my ability to handle conflict, change, and unexpected circumstances. Another self-care practice I've been doing almost every single day has been better taking better care of my face and my skin. Um, every single morning, I either alternate between ice rolling my face and using a guau sha stone with jojoba oil. And basically what these things do is Get out all the inflammation, all of the built-up energy that we have in our face. We are carrying so much around all day when we're making facial expressions. And we all the time get massages for our bodies, but we don't get massages for our faces. And we hold just as much tension there as we do everywhere else. And honestly, maybe maybe SLPs hold, hold more tension there because we are always using our faces to emote and to share. And this just de-stresses, de-puffs my face. I end up feeling better going into my day. I'm going to link in the show notes the exact things that I use because, again, this 5-10 minute addition to my routine has made a really big difference in my self-care. Another big piece of self-care for me is taking myself on dates. So I don't work Fridays. I save Fridays for content creation, makeup days, coaching calls, you name it. And I usually say Fridays to take myself out on a date. To me, what that looks like is getting in my car, blasting my Happy Tunes playlist, which I've also linked, or my High Vibes playlist, which I've also linked, Going through the Dunkin' drive through getting a large iced coffee and a donut, 
And then going to Target, Dollar Tree, you name it, just being with myself. I put the windows down. I put on good music. I light my incense matches in my car. And I just celebrate being me, having the ability to take time off work, to create my own schedule. I celebrate those little moments. And while they might be moments of nothing where maybe I go to Target and I spend nothing, I'm still with myself and I'm doing something that doesn't have a productive purpose. We've talked about this before, but the true definition of play is doing something just to do it. And for me, that's taking myself on a date sometimes, watching a movie. I have every and all subscription to HBO, Netflix, Hulu, Disney, you name it, because I enjoy those things. When I'm done with my work at night, I open a beer and I watch a movie. I'm trying not to write a blog post during that. I'm trying not to text and do other things during that, but only focus on that moment and that event. Another really big piece of self-care for me has again been investing in other holistic practices or things to take care of my body. I see a Reiki healer a few times a year. I go to a specific massage therapist here. Um, I have a tarot reader that I love. I spend money on those things, those experiences, because when I walk away, I feel lighter, more energized, and more clear. So for me, that's a big part of where I spend my money in self-care are those holistic self-practices, holistic health practices. They really make a big difference for me. And then another really big piece of self-care is sometimes just sitting with your emotions, even if they're not pleasant. To me, self-care means accepting and acknowledging. Okay, not accepting. I don't like that word because we don't always want to accept our emotions, but acknowledging them and the letting them be. We are running around on our day-to-day, right? From session to session, from meeting to meeting. And so often we feel a feeling and we push it down and we suppress it. And self-care might just look like a good cry session where you put on the notebook, you put on a sad song, and you let out whatever you're feeling. If it's rage, you scream into a pillow, climb to the top of a mountain, let out those emotions. If it's happiness, you celebrate that. Tell the people you love around them. But a big part of practicing self-care is practicing and expressing your emotions. In yoga, there is a term for when your emotions build up. They're called samskaras, and that's the energy we carry in our bodies. And if over time we eventually don't let those emotions be and let them out, they're going to tear us down. And if we don't practice these self-care routines on a daily, weekly, monthly practice, it'll catch up to us. And what will happen is your body will tell you it can't do it. It'll break down. And I used to be that person where I'd push, 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 push. My body would break down. And then I'd take a weekend to recoup. And I would go right back into the same unhealthy practices. And what I realized was that I couldn't keep doing that. I couldn't keep giving up a full weekend because I couldn't take an extra 20 minutes during the week to make time. 
What I realized was the more that I put the time in on a daily basis, the more time I would save in the long term because I was getting more energy from these little practices. What you do for you might be completely different than for me. You might love running outside with your dog, painting, designing, reading, pottery, you name it. But I think it's really healthy and important to have hobbies and self-care practices, especially those outside of the scope of speech therapy, because that is where we can recharge and refuel and we go back to our role as an SLP with a new lens, feeling fresh and feeling recharged. Self-care, spending money on self-care, spending time on self-care practices has changed my life and my overall energy level and just ability to get things done and be a more productive, present, and happier person in general. Please let me know what you guys do for your self-care routines. I'm always looking for new ideas. I've had friends share before with me acupuncturist, hypnotist, therapist, groups, salsa dancing, you name it. I would love other recommendations or resources that work for you. So let me know. DM me. Take a screenshot of this and share it on your story. And let me know what's a self-practice, a self-care practice that you do that really works for you. Because I would love to give it a try. Until next week's episode, be sure to stay on top of my 30-day affirmation challenge that I have been doing through my Instagram, TikTok, and newsletter. All my newsletter subscribers receive my 30-day affirmation challenge calendar. And then daily, I am putting up those affirmations and doing a video on them on Instagram and TikTok. So follow along with that because I want to show you guys how committing to something every single day for 30 days can make a really big change in the way that your brain automatically processes and responds to stress and to life. And as always, if you've been following along with that journey, please, please, please share with me. I would love to connect more with you about which affirmations stick with you and maybe what are affirmations that you use for yourself. I am sending you guys a big, beautiful hug filled with love and light and positive energy today. And remember, it's okay to take care of yourself and to take a break. With that being said, I'll see you guys next time.